0: Coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline, in the wake of one of the worst human disasters in decades, rescuers from around the globe rush to assist earthquake victims in Turkey and Syria. CBN's Operation Blessing teams reach out to the suffering, and Israeli rescuers assist in what seem like miracle rescues. Plus, as terrorist strikes ratchet up, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu insists Israelis must stay strong and hold their ground. All this and more coming up on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell reporting from Iskanderun, Turkey. Almost any direction you look here, you can see the devastation from those two massive earthquakes. More than 70 nations and dozens of NGOs responded to help the victims of the earthquakes, including CBN's Operation Blessing. We followed them to the Hatay province and the city of Antioch. That's where the Apostle Paul established the church and where the followers of Christ were first called Christians. Take a look. Past midnight, Saturday morning, Operation Blessings' Diego Traverso briefs volunteers to establish a relief plan.
1: We wanna thank you guys uh, for being here. We're
0: here in the city of Adana on our way to the city of Hatai, one of the worst hit cities in the region. We're leaving about one o'clock in the morning. We're here at a gas station filling up with gas. The reason we're leaving so early is because what used to take three hours, because of the traffic now, takes about nine hours. After about a four hour drive, the convoy reaches the city with a couple of hours to spare before the workday begins. After driving through most of the night, the team arrived here in Hattie, ready to unload about 10 tons of supplies and food.
1: Today, we're gonna set it up a soup kitchen, hopefully two of them, one in downtown, uh, for the rescue teams and some of the, the people that got affected by the earthquake, and another one here in this neighborhood that is pretty safe. Uh, from here, we're gonna be distributing hot meals to the most affected areas in this region.
0: Traverso is a 10-year veteran of disaster relief and earthquakes, from Nepal to Haiti and to Indonesia.
1: I never thought in 10 years of working in disasters that the magnitude of this disaster, the despair and the suffering is huge. And Operation Blessing CBN is here uh, to support the victims.
0: The volunteer team is multilingual, national and generational in a united effort to help the people of Turkey.
2: But to be here and just to be God's hands and feet is really, really a gift to me. And it doesn't feel like I'm serving. I just feel like I'm doing what God would be doing, and I can't believe I get to do that.
0: As soon as the earthquake happened, I was like, I gotta get on the ground and help in any way I can. So I got connected with Operation Blessings and Diego, and here we are. This is just incredible. I was just thinking we have almost 10 nations represented here. We have Ukraine and Belarus and uh, Brazilians. So it's really amazing. And just to be able to be a part of bringing any uh, aid and relief to the Turkish people in this time. So what we are doing right here, we are taking the things off the truck and sorting them up. Um, yes, all around, that's it. Gabby Gano has volunteered with Operation Blessing before. I always love this name because that's the thing. This is an Operation Blessing and it's been a blessing to so many people. Not only the ones here, but you know, like for, for Turks to know that there are people coming from the other side of the world or from many areas of the world to come here and show them love and so, uh, show them kindness and show them that they matter to us, like, they, like we love them and they they are important, it's a big thing. In the center of Hatai, a food distribution center is set up right across from some of the hardest hit areas. Here in the city of Hatay, you get a sense of the scope of the disaster. Almost every building in this city has been made uninhabitable or is destroyed, like the ones you see behind me. The earthquake has affected an area the size of Great Britain and touched the lives of 14 million people. Lives like these family members holding a vigil next to buildings that used to be home for their loved ones. Across the street, Anat cave runs the OB food center.
3: It was busy. It's been a heavy day yeah. today. Mm. Yeah.
0: We'll to see the yeah, there are still
3: 15 more people under it, and they are searching. Uh. 15 more this, 20 on that. So last night they were hearing noises, like if you hear us knock three times. So they just now they are calling and nobody answers. So they're thinking that they lost them. But families are not giving up. That's more hurtful.
0: Cave wants to heal the broken-hearted of this broken city.
3: Each one of them are deeply broken. So I can say that the help that comes, it provides a beautiful platform that we can love them and sharing about God's kingdom and Christ with them. And also uh, providing their life, we can provide the peace they need.
0: Traverso says it's a critical place to be.
1: Because we want to be in the center of the action where the people need it, where uh, not only the, the people that is in suffering, also the rescuers. Sometimes we forget about how difficult is this kind of work for them. They're here for an intense period of time, nonstop, stop uh, And the stress, they, they don't sleep, they don't eat well. Uh, it's, it's very important for us to support that.
0: D'Averso says prayer and support will help OB do more.
1: Keep praying. Partners of uh, CBN, Operation Blessing, keep praying for us, keep praying for the victims, keep praying for our volunteers, for our teams. We're deploying right now. Uh, uh, our experts are going to be arriving in the next couple of hours. Water engineer, doctor, health um, team. So we hope that we can they can make it on time uh, because the help is so needed. And pray, pray, pray for sure. And if you can donate uh, in some way, uh, please do it. People need it. And it's going to extend our footprint here. We're going to be able to do such way more of what we're already doing it. One dollar goes really far here, and that's amazing too.
0: Israel was one of the first countries to send search and rescue teams to find those trapped in the rubble. While the chances of survival are dwindling each day, miracles are happening. Like here in one of Turkey's hardest hit cities, Israeli teams freed this nine-year-old boy after he spent more than 120 hours under a fallen building. His father and sister were rescued earlier, but his mother died in the debris. A day earlier, the teams rescued a 65-year-old man who led them to two trapped
1: sisters. We pulled out a man named Hussein. He was 65 years old. And he told us that he heard voices and we penetrated the additional room and we didn't find anyone. But we decided to return to this building again maybe he was right. So it was not so close, but we found two women
0: here. And this video shows rescuers pulling a two-year-old from the belly of the wreckage, alive and well. Some survivors are being treated at this Israeli field hospital near the epicenter. Israel has sent nearly 400 engineers, medics, and rescue experts to help. It's really hard to describe the extent of the damage here and devastation here in this town, as well as when we were in Antioch, and then driving from Antioch where we're staying in Adana, mile after mile of devastation. They say, as I said in this report, that it's uh, the size of Great Britain, or in America you could say it's all the way from New York City to Washington, DC. These people really need help, they need prayer, and they need support. Places like Operation CBN's Blessing that are on the ground helping these people in practical ways. Coming up, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu calls for strength and resolve in the face of recent terror attacks.
4: Now for a limited time, you can get five of CBN's critically acclaimed documentaries. Experience the rebirth of the modern state of Israel.
1: The historic bond between the Jewish people and the land
2: of Israel and not be broken.
4: Relive the battle for Jerusalem in the Six-Day War.
2: Jerusalem is yours forever.
4: Discover how Israeli volunteers are changing the world.
1: When people need us, we volunteer and we come and help.
4: Explore the world of Israeli technological innovation. We're
5: people of dreams. God gives us dreams. And that's really the roots, I think, of of much of our innovation.
4: And understand the biggest land dispute in history.
5: Many Palestinian
4: Arabs claim that the Jews stole Arab land. But is that the real story? This exclusive Israel DVD collection can be yours for a gift of $29.99 or more. Call now or go online to get your Israel DVD bundle, which includes streaming access. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. Now is the time for Christians to oppose the anti-Israel boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement. In CBN's free guide, Stop the Boycott of Israel, you'll learn about this malicious economic warfare against the Jewish nation. And you'll find out how you can stand beside Israel, the birthplace of our Bible, faith, and Jewish Savior. Get your free copy today. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com
0: slash BDS. Another deadly terror attack in Jerusalem is raising calls for more security in eastern Jerusalem. CBN Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl has that story.
3: Two terrorists, one 13 years old, attempted separate stabbing attacks in and around Jerusalem. Friendly fire killed a border policeman during one incident. That's five terror attacks in the Jerusalem area in just over two weeks. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu pointed to the difference between Israel and its enemies in the weekly cabinet meeting.
4: Our enemies murder young children in Jerusalem and celebrate their murder while we're rescuing young children in Turkey and praising their rescue.
3: On Friday, a Jerusalem resident rammed his car into a bus stop, killing two brothers, aged six and eight, a 20-year-old man, and wounding five others.
0: This terrorist rammed his vehicle into the bus stop at a high speed. I want to emphasize that the attack was on civilians, and the police will not stand for this type of terror on our
2: civilians
3: an off-duty policeman shot and killed the terrorist a 31-year-old jerusalem resident
2: there isn't anything more difficult to arrive to an incident in which a child was murdered we are praying also for others a 20-year-old was also killed there are no words more difficult than that
3: this is the latest in a number of attacks in and around jerusalem carried out by jerusalem residents Israel's National Security Minister, Itamar Ben-Gvir, has sparked controversy by calling for police raids and other measures against
2: Palestinian residents of eastern Jerusalem. First of all, I'd like to thank the prime minister for adopting my policy, first, to seal the house as soon as possible, and second, instructing the police to set up checkpoints around Ismailia and to stop and check every vehicle one by one. I wanted to set a full blockade, but there is a judicial question here around it, and we will discuss it.
3: Tensions remain high following the January 27th attack outside a synagogue that killed seven. Most East Jerusalem Arab residents hold a special status that includes every privilege of an Israeli citizen except the right to vote in national elections. Following Friday's attack, police arrested relatives and the landlord of the terrorist for questioning. Meanwhile, overnight Saturday, Israel said it intercepted a rocket launched from the Gaza Strip at Israel. And Monday, the Israel Defense Forces said it bombed a Hamas underground rocket manufacturing site and other sites in response. Netanyahu predicts the Knesset will pass a proposal this week to revoke the citizenship of terrorists and expel them.
4: The appropriate response to terror is to pound it with force and further deepen our roots in our land. Therefore, the cabinet will convene today to prepare for an even broader operation against the perpetrators of terrorism and their supporters in East Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria while avoiding as much as possible harming those uninvolved.
3: In light of ongoing protests against the government and its reforms, Netanyahu called on the opposition to act responsibly and dialogue without crossing red lines. Later, in response to the Jerusalem terror attacks, the security cabinet authorized nine existing settlements in Judea and Samaria, giving them full rights as Israeli communities. Julie Stahl, CBN News, Jerusalem.
0: Up next, a look at the possibility of cybersecurity attacks on the U.S. and what needs to be done to keep that from happening.
4: Names from the Old Testament are being unearthed all over the city of Jerusalem.
2: This was amazing. Come as close as you can get to personalities that are known from the Bible.
4: Astonishing discoveries made today. A jaw-dropping moment of Bible archeology. span
6: This is much more than a
4: thrill.
2: This is
6: actual history that took place here on the site where we sit right now.
4: Confirm the kings and prophets of the Bible left real evidence of their lives.
6: Right time,
5: the
1: right place,
5: with the right people and one of the most significant finds in recent
1: history. Exactly as the Bible tells us happened in the days of King Hezekiah.
4: Written in stone, kings and prophets. We have the Bible and we have archeologists. Telling our story, it's matching. The Old Testament is a reliable history book. Get your copy today for a gift of any dollar amount. Call now or go to cbn.com slash written in stone.
7: Here, we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship,
1: dating back over a thousand years.
2: And to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more. This is how we create a culture of inquiry, where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. anything's
5: possible! It's Christian leadership.
7: And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning.
2: It's greater knowing.
7: It's what makes us whole.
2: It's what makes us regent. Superbook friends, I seem to have found myself in a rather contemptible quandary. Tomorrow is the Valentine's Day Puppy Parade. Yet my favorite parade of the year might be canceled because of a surprise snowstorm. And I simply love puppies. Did you know that love is a fruit of the spirit?
8: Join the CBN Animation Club and get Gizmo and the Incredible Power of Love. Plus two copies to share with others. All for your gift of only $25.
0: A recent computer network failure grounded all U.S. air traffic. Cybersecurity experts warn that shutdowns of critical computer systems are imminent and that the U.S. needs to act now before it's too late. Gary Lane has that story.
7: Human error or a cyber attack? That was the major question after the computer network failure that recently grounded all U.S. air traffic for the first time since 9-11. While the FAA insists human error led to the outage, Canada experienced a computer outage on the very same day.
8: This is what I would categorize as highly suspicious because these systems have redundancy, they have backups, they have ways to be able to recover. So when I hear that there was a database error and then, as you said, there were two different systems that went down on the same time, I'm like, okay, saying it was human error keeps everyone calm. But in reality, it really does sound like a cyber attack and that something went wrong that was unplanned for.
7: When looking for likely suspects in such a cyber attack, Russia would be a strong possibility because of its war against Ukraine and the help the U.S. and Canada are giving the Ukrainians.
8: Russia lately has always been on the list, but we also forget that China is also a big target, especially when it comes to critical infrastructure. And there's also a lot of freelance cyber adversaries that are out there that are really big on ransomware extortion and things like that. So from my standpoint, it sounds like what we call a test attack, where they wanted to test and just see how vulnerable the systems were, whether they could get in and how long it would take them to recover. So to me, the critical things for the FAA right now is to really figure out if it was a cyber attack to figure out how they got in and make sure they fix it, because this sounds like it's going to be one of many attacks in our future.
7: Given the FAA software is 30 years old, Cole and other cybersecurity experts say an update is long overdue. Daniel McCoy is an aviation expert with the Wichita Business Journal. Certainly they'll have to take a a good hard look at this system and, and they'll have to identify any weaknesses or build in redundancies or or uh, a full upgrade of some kind, because uh, this was obviously um, problematic. But uh, given that, you know, they were able to lift it in a few hours, you see what just a few hours does um, to the to the network uh, when it's down. Although President Biden signed a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill into law, Cole believes some critical network issues must be considered, not only for air traffic control, but other vital national computer systems as well.
8: When you're dealing with critical infrastructure like air traffic control, utilities and even hospitals, uptime availability is critical. And anytime you patch or update a system, there's a chance it could crash. I'm sure you've had at your home when you did an update or they said, oh, it's just a basic patch. All of a sudden things don't work and things stop operating. So it sounds bizarre, but the more critical a system the less we update it, the less we patch it, and the more vulnerable it
7: becomes. So how likely then is another shutdown or cyber attack, not only against an antiquated FAA computer network, but other critical government networks? Just how vulnerable are they?
8: Unfortunately, they are very vulnerable. For that reason, you said these are old systems. They're not typically updated. They're not typically patched. And the big problem is they're starting to be interconnected And that's where the problem comes in. These systems were designed and built to be what we call in cybersecurity an air gap, which means completely isolated from any other system or the Internet. But what's been happening over the last year or two is they're interconnecting these to the Internet and other systems to make them easier to use. And because of that, this to me is just the beginning. And this year, we're going to see a lot more of these attacks happening because of that
7: all due to COVID-19 shutdowns and work from home, now the new normal in our society. And instead of us
8: leaning away from that, now that people are coming back in the office, we're actually doing more and more interconnectivity, which is great for ease of use, but is one of the worst possible things we can do for cybersecurity. This creates a huge national security problem.
7: Although the FAA says it has made revisions to prevent a corrupt file from damaging the flight backup database, Cybersecurity experts say Congress and the president still need to urgently address vulnerabilities to safeguard the nation from more devastating attacks in the future. Gary Lane, CBN News.
0: Up next, sometimes hope starts with a warm meal and friendship. See how Orphans Promise is providing those things and more for families in war torn Ukraine. Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you.
4: Call us toll free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world.
3: Orphan's Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries around the world, and with your help, we can do even more. There's an old African proverb I love that says, if you want to run fast, run alone, but if you want to run far, run together. At Orphan's Promise, we want to run far so we can touch the lives of as many orphaned and vulnerable children as possible. But we don't want to go alone. We're out to change the world. One child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us?
4: Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern Gospel favorites like the Gathers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern
0: Gospel, now available at CBNradio.com.
4: Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day, delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today.
0: As the war drags on in Ukraine, children are some of the hardest hit victims. CBN's orphan promise is on the ground to bring hope and help to many who have escaped this war-torn region. Chuck Holton has that story.
6: It's mealtime for these children living along the front lines near Zaporizhia. Many recently escaped from Russian-held regions, and a hot meal is certainly not taken for granted. The food is provided in part by Orphan's Promise, which is working with local churches here in Ukraine. And it's not just food they're providing.
2: So right now, a lot of kids in Ukraine, they're just losing their childhood. So our idea is just to reach those kids. To allow the kids to laugh, to play, uh, give attention to them, making sure that they're like right here. We get we get to know them closer. We get to know the problems of those families, along with like tr- evacuating people. But then, as people got evacuated, you know, we start thinking about how to provide for them. It's just you know people losing everything that they had, and now they come here. They study online right now, so we bought the computers. They able to come here and study. There's internet provided.
6: One of the kid's mentors also escaped from Russian-occupied territory. Three years ago, Volodya lost his left arm in an automobile accident. But he doesn't let that slow him down.
5: When it happened to me three years ago, I visited many prosthetic facilities, and I saw many people who considered this as a tragedy but one day I heard a voice in my head. Consider this as an opportunity. Don't ask why, but ask for what purpose did it happen to you? From that point on, I started to work on myself on the spiritual level, mental and physical levels, and I began to accept myself the way I was.
6: After escaping Berdyansk with his family, including 10 foster children, Baladya put his skills as a psychologist to work, helping children traumatized by war.
5: I love children very much. At the age of 14, I lost my family, and I know what it means when there is someone to support you as a teenager or a child. So this ministry is very special for me. It's not my work, it's my life purpose. The rest, like sports, psychology, other things, are only different instruments, but my main focus is to serve children. If not
6: for his accident, he likely would have been called up to fight. Now he knows he has a different calling.
5: A lot of losses and pain, but I've come out gaining something. I took the prosthetic off and said, I will love myself the way I am. And later, I heard another word. God said, I saved you then in order not to lose you now. We don't always know why some things happen in our life. But if we
6: walk with God, we will understand it one day. And working with Orphan's Promise, it's easy to see how he's making a difference.
2: It gives people the security that they're not alone. Like, you know, they know that they have somebody, uh, they can make it through together.
5: Today, at 34, I still feel like a child inside my heart. And it's fun and a great pleasure for me to be among children. I see how God raised me up on different levels, in some things on the social and public level, in others, physically. So this is not my story anymore. It's God's story.
6: In Zaporizhia, I'm Chuck Holton for CBN News.
0: Well, that's an encouraging story about helping the children of Ukraine. And here on the ground, CBN's Operation Blessing is helping the victims of this devastating earthquake. Please join me in prayer for the people of Turkey. Father, we just pray for the people here that have lost loved ones, lost livelihoods, lost homes. Uh, We pray that you would help them recover from this devastating earthquake in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, please continue to pray and please continue to give Operation Blessing if you can. Thanks for joining us. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.